does the millennial bartender call his dog? Spot, 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 spot. I dig it. I'm going to order my child a teepee. I think it's mo- it's more for me than him because he's not even not even old enough to like appreciate it. But I'm going to put a teepee so I can have a fort in the house. It's all that I've ever wanted. Well, will you be able to fit in it? Like, did you make sure it was? Yeah. Okay. It will be. It will be big enough. Don't worry. When does it get here? I haven't ordered it yet, but it's on my list. I think Where can I, I, I buy told- one myself. Oh, Amazon.com. <laughs> Go to Amazon. You can buy it. It's like 50 bucks for a teepee. Yeah, you could buy it. Yeah, just looking at it. There are $40. There's many teepees. What yeah, color do you want? <laughs> I'm going to put it on. I'll put one on my registry. Okay. Like white. I love yeah. the English in some of the advertising copy on Amazon. Like I was looking at it and it's like <laughs> the best gift for your little <laughs> well, so that could be a reference. I don't know why I am the one who always has to bring up the kinks, but there could mm-hmm. be a big little, there could uh, be a big little thing. God, Adam. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't be so provincial. Everyone's into baby play. Oh, God. Always got to bring it back to diaper play, you know? <sighs> We're never going to get out of this. Always gonna be diaper play. <laughs> Should we start recording, by the way? I wanted to vote on Fenway because we've all been cooped up inside for a little bit. And I got my donkeys and I'm ready to vote for Joe Biden, but I wish I was voting for Bernie Sanders. But it's a team sport. Hi, my name is Lily Calloway and I'm passionate about doing advocacy. I want to share my passion with other people. So I recruited my friends, Fred Cataprodi and Adam Newper to help me. Each season, we'll be advocating for one cause, and each episode, we'll be exploring a unique way to advocate for that cause. This season, we're advocating for getting Joe Biden elected. We're not too terribly excited about it, but we're making the most of it. Right, Adam and Greg? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to Keep Trying. It's fine. In this week's episode, we'll be exploring boycotts. What in the hell is he talking about? So boycotts. What is a boycott? Um, a boycott is defined as an act of voluntary. Hey, really? Yeah. What, what is a what is a boycott? Yeah. So a boycott is an act of voluntary and intentional abstention from using, buying, or dealing with a person, organization, or country as an expression of protest, usually for moral, social, political, or environmental reason. Basically, the purpose of a boycott is to inflict some economic loss on the target or to indicate a moral outrage to try and compel that target to alter an objectionable behavior. Huh. So by not hiring the neighbor kid to mow my lawn and doing it myself, I'm inflicting political financial harm on them. Right. Well, whatever course of action you want the neighbor kid to abstain from, uh, perhaps skipping, perhaps using a slingshot uh, to go after squirrels. You can affect that uh, by 
taking the food out of his mouth and the money out of his wallet. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't like the way he does the bushes. I think, I think there, there's some room for improvement, but he won't listen. So he'll just have to eat somewhere else. I don't think that that's necessarily a boycott. That's just you getting someone who's probably better coordinated to do your, your lawn work. He, is he tall enough for the bushes? He's not. He's, he's like, he's like six. He really shouldn't be using a gas powered mower at this point. It's not a boycott unless you absolutely ruin this child. You have to go around the neighborhood and advocate for the other people that are still using him to stop letting him mow your lawn, mow their lawns. Make the child a social pariah. Also, Adam, shouldn't you not be employing this I mean, child? Yeah, we're gonna have to edit this out. I mean, it might be a little under the table, but isn't that like the American dream? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, kid, want to make 10 cents? You can mow my lawn. Uh, it was not even the child's idea. Are you corrupting children into mowing lawns, Adam? <laughs> I'm just recruiting them. I'm, I have dangerous gas-powered equipment for them to use. And then when they do a poor job, I apparently need to destroy them. Mr. Newfer, my head's dizzy. The gasoline makes me weak. So... So Adam is trying to boycott his neighbor, but is not doing a very good job. Uh, Greg, have you ever boycotted something? I don't think so. No, not that. Not consciously. Do you eat at Chick Fil A? Uh, yeah, I eat at Chick Fil A. <laughs> it's Texas. If you boycott every restaurant that gives money to anti-gay groups or like pro-segregation movements, you wouldn't be able to eat anywhere in Texas. So That's true. Do you remember when Whataburger bombed Yemen? <laughs> still got still got a sandwich the yes, next day. I, I missed that that headline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well of course it's because it's the in the burger wars, you know, Wendy's is align themselves with the Hutu rebels. And so Whataburger <laughs> is backing pro-government forces. Dave Thomas is doing this? That little man with the apron and the white shirt from those commercials? Well, whoever is serving in the uh, Wendy's Regency now, you know, Dave Thomas uh, has uh, died. There was a bloodless coup against his successor, the... Uh, original the wendy it's like the military took over and she still serves as a figurehead but she has no official power mm. wow mm. these burger wars man we're gonna need to do a whole episode on that <laughs> oh no as far as what i've actually boycotted i think i was telling you guys before uh who who is who is the asshole that beat up rihanna like, oh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Brown. Yeah. Like I'll find myself boycotting maybe some music, maybe a couple. I, and I don't know if that you consider that cancel culture or boycotts. I mean, it seems like it fits the definition, but. Yeah. I mean, he's not on the radio that much though, um, to listen to. So I don't, I don't really, I don't feel like it's that hard to ignore him. The one thing that's really hard to, to boycott is Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, because I feel like I've heard his music for so long. I have so many memories. Um, but after that documentary of uh, on HBO that aired about him and those young boys, like that was 
I feel really uncomfortable when it comes up on my like music shuffle. Yeah, I mean, even before that, when he was just dangling his kids, I mean, that was, I mean, that was the, uh, honestly, I was probably getting into Michael Jackson as that stuff was going on. Did Michael Jackson do questionable things? Maybe, but when you hear Thriller come on, you do the little zombie dance, don't you? At least mentally. I do. I do. I I learned it one year too. (laughs) Oh, do you know the Thriller dance? Not well, but like decent. No, like not if he was that. played at a wedding, you could. No, you like could I do. did. A, I did like a. I, I spent like an afternoon trying to learn it, but like it's it's you know I can't do it. I would never. Greg, I, I mean, Greg's doing it right Greg's now. Greg's doing it right now. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, Greg. How I many know. afternoons did that take you? <laughs> Zero. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, he just kind of like does one of the, you know. I mean, I think it's just you put your hands up, you rotate to the left, and then you do you shoot your hands down on beat. It also looks like uh, being a pterodactyl. Mm, mm, yeah, I think that was the original inspiration. I know. And Halloween is coming up, and I just feel like I can't. It's hard for me not to listen to Thriller, but I'm really conflicted about that. Uh, it might be something you boycott. I know. I know. Just for one day. <laughs> you can do boycotts just for one day. You could cut that out if you want. I was going to say, I'm going to actually add a bed to that for you. <laughs> You're going to enhance it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, so that's that's why that's why boycotts are. Um, I'm going to talk about the history, but first, um, I'm I want to go to our sponsor, Greg. How uh, is our sponsor uh, situation going? Well, we've got a new copy to read, uh, oh. guys. Are you? Do you use kettlebells? But are you tired of having to constantly increase their size when? You know, without any reason, you appear to get stronger. Well, for my friends, mylastkettlebell.com, you can pick up your last kettlebell. What is the secret? It's just a very large clamp. You can attach this handle to anything in your home, and anything becomes a kettlebell. Anything? Books? Can my a small child? Your cat, yes. And if you feed the cat, it gets heavier naturally. So you've simplified your workout, simplified your life. MyLastKettlebell.com. Discount code. Keep trying. And keep trying to use that kettlebell. So, okay. So are there, is there like a carrying case? Do you get anything else? Is it just a... There's just a lovely leatherette case. Fits right in. You can take it anywhere. That's the thing. You know, you, you, when we get back to normal, you might need to travel to work. You might go on vacation. You know, it's hard to work out. Well, you just put my last kettlebell clamp into your travel case. Put it right in your, put it right in your luggage. You're ready to go. And you think... Well, what the hell can I work out with in a motel room? Well, chairs, mini fridges, mini bars, the the cleaning staff. They're very friendly. 
Be sure to tip your maid if you use them as a kettlebell with My Last Kettlebell. What, um, what kind of warranty is there on this kind of product? Lifetime. Lifetime. Made in America, high quality machining. What kind of what kind of physical condition can you be to use this? Can you be a child and use a kettlebell? Can you That's be a the cat? great thing about my last kettlebell is that you can clamp nothing to it and still use it, guys. It's full body movement, range of motion. You get functional strength. You get natural movement. What's not to like? My last kettlebell. This sounds like a pretty promising product. I can't. I'm having a hard time finding kettlebells right now in this pandemic. Right. right they're sold out. You go into Amazon.com, $200 for a kettlebell. How much will you pay for my last kettlebell? It's two payments of $19.99. And you're set for life. Yeah, I was looking for a kettlebell during the pandemic, and I went deep, deep, deep into the authentic Russian kettlebell. But don't get me started. You don't want to get involved in any spetsnets, kettlebell training. It's very easy to injure yourself. I'm just saying you can set your own pace with my last kettlebell. Sounds good. That's not a threat. That's a promise. But uh, Adam, you looked like you uh, were intrigued by my last kettlebell. So, uh. oh, it was great. Uh, Lily was doing a dance during it too. <laughs> it's probably my favorite sponsor so far. At least their music was the best. Lily, say something about the history corner. <laughs> oh, it's time for history corner. The history corner. And I did. And back in those days, to show how things have changed. things you had to use if you use pomade in your hair you had to wear a bathing cap that bathing cap thanks joe getting a little assistance from our <laughs> from our man of the hour so boycott where did this name come from it was named after after british estate manager charles cunningham boycott aka a douchebag so <laughs> Boycott tried to evict 11 tenants from the land after a bad harvest that year, and people were so pissed about the eviction that they decided to shun him. And so he found himself isolated. So his workers stopped working in his fields and stables as well as in his own house. And local businessmen stopped trading with him, and even the postman refused to deliver his mail. And that meant that he could not hire anyone to harvest his crops. And eventually some volunteers came to help him, but they had to be escorted by a thousand policemen and soldiers. And this was like in the 1880s. So like that went viral all the way across the world, even to the New York Times covered it. And now we have the phrase boycott. So the first scabs, those the first scabs, oh, the, the cops. Uh, no, the, uh, you know, like, Volunteers. uh, the, yeah, the, the people, uh, harvesting. I like the post and like, boy, Mr. Boycott, you're not getting your Christmas letter this year. Yeah. That's, it seems like the easiest form of boycott <laughs> that also is like still so demoralizing. I mean, that's the thing is that guy, I mean, boy, you're, you're talking about douchebag, but to like actually have the full weight of every single person, right. you know, I mean it to be a boycott originalist. Uh, it goes beyond just like not buying. You have to publicly harass Chick Fil A if you if you if you wanted to boycott Chick Fil A 
or boycott Michael Jackson, you would have to like go to his house and throw paint on him or something. Well, I feel like back then, that, I mean, like you said, it was just a lot of shunning. Like that was the easiest way right. to do things. Is shun, 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 shun. <laughs> you just didn't shoot somebody. You would just like be very quiet towards them. Right. And there's yeah. no Twitter back then. So he can't just like post post about these things with his other like land estate managers. Right. And he didn't join the intellectual, the land manager dark web to complain about the snowflakes yeah. canceling him. Yeah, he didn't have that and he didn't become he didn't become this like icon of uh, of big business. In fact, everyone hated him, even other businessmen. I guess. No, no. Actually, if boycott, if that had occurred, if there'd never been the concept of boycott and actually even today, it's COVID 2020. Then there's some uh, manager at the apartment complex where people are out of work that starts evicting people. You know, by James Edward Boycott, he is lauded as a genius businessman and gets a talk show on Fox News two years from now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty spooky how, uh, how very similar that is to this, these times. We have a pandemic, lots of people are out of, out of work. And, um, well, people can't get evicted now, but um, because there's a law over that. But, but you have a whole bunch of landlords on Reddit who are complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the big they difference have, now. It, yeah, they it have. It depends on the location. Like, yes, actually, if there had been a Reddit, it'd be like, can't believe these snowflakes are starving instead of paying their, you know, instead of buying rent, they're buying food. Yeah. But then they're buying iPads and TVs, Greg. Uh. If they would just give all their money away for rent. Oh, no one went yeah. for my conservative bait. <laughs> <laughs> it does depend on the state, uh, whether or not there is a eviction moratorium, I believe. Oh, I thought they just recently opened that up. There, there is. So that um, until December, landlords cannot evict people for not paying their rent. Uh, it will expire in December, so... We have we have a little bit of time before before these landlords can go back on their but, pages. But the big thing is why it's not so helpful is because they're not actually there's no moratorium and all the fees and late stuff. So you could basically yeah. end up just they just can't kick you out literally until yeah. January. And then you could owe like thirty thousand dollars of rent. So that's pretty much what happened. It's crazy that that wasn't. That was it took until the 1880s for that to be a thing. And like, I feel like since I've been conscious of the news, I feel like I hear about what I've heard about boycotts a lot. Like, remember in the Bush era when we had freedom fries? That was a thing we were boycotting France because France was not supporting um, was not supporting our invasion of Iraq. Like I stopped buying berets. From How my guy croiss croissants. <laughs> How did that affect you with the, the lack of berets in your life? I looked twenty percent less jaunty on a daily basis. Did you also stop wearing striped shirts and miming? Uh, the art of mime <laughs> is not a joke, okay, Lily. Do you think? Yeah, I, it was it was insane. In the same in the same vein, then there then there was the the chicks who were formerly known as the Dixie chicks who spoke a lot 
who spoke in statements criticizing President George W. Bush about the invasion of Iraq. And then this led to a boycott of country listeners for the Dixie Chicks. And their careers have never been the same since then. Well, they they basically like this was a a crime against of, of against la majeste. You know, they like committed blasphemy basically, and so we're socially isolated. Yeah, it's well, it's interesting because they did it right then and there. That's the big difference. Because then you had uh, Green Day, who just a couple years later. I mean, it was, you know, 2005 or whatever, but um, who ended up coming out with their album, which was critical of Invasion as well. And they just did just fine. But I guess because they're punk pop instead of country, that's the big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Because you don't have like the punk rock equivalent of Toby Keith speaking out against against uh, Green Day. Hey, Toby Keith is pretty punk, guys. Hold on, I have to look this up. Didn't did Toby Keith have an alternate ego that played that was Garth like? Brooks. Damn it! Okay, you're thinking you're thinking of Chris Gaines. You're thinking was, of Chris. Gaines. He was Kobe Teeth, who was actually a dentist in rural Arkansas. Yeah, Toby Keith made a killing though on on uh, on that time. Like he had that proud to be an American song. That's still in the canon. Like people still play that shit to this day. Yeah. See? Yeah, he's yeah, he he came out pretty victorious out of that. The weird thing is though, during that time, George Bush didn't have a problem with it. He was like, I believe in free speech. They can say whatever they want about me. Like he he was cool with yeah. it. That's really, really different. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> wow, yeah. oh my god, do we have him in studio? This is a surprise. <laughs> Can you paint us something, George Bush? <laughs> Please, I see George skulls Bush. all around, around me. I can't stop. <laughs> Painting them gets the paint out. <laughs> Yeehaw. I do feel like, though, that we've really, we've really, like, escalated the the boycotting, which is now kind of turned into what we call cancel culture, which is basically the popular practice of withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they've they've done or said something considered objectionable or offensive. My favorite though, is when people were trying to cancel Nike after they aired that Colin Kaepernick and they would burn the Nike shoes that they already bought and say that they're not supporting Nike, but Nike already had all of their money. There's so many products out there and now everybody's trying to cash in on like some kind of political message. So idea, I don't know. What what do you think? Like, do you think there's any value in burning something you already own? Or going out and buying something to burn? Well, you don't want to burn something cheap. That would be gauche. <laughs> so get Those the Air Nike Jordans. Those are expensive. They're like they're like a hundred dollars. I'm not burning that. I have the same Nike shoe box, and I reuse it. So you just go to pay less, buy some of their, uh, you know, sky jumpers, put them in the box. Well, it's that's like. Uh, if you're in uh, some Christian camp and you were burning like satanic music back in the day, you had to sit, probably go to Sam Goody to go pick up some like Metallica CDs or something. Yeah. What's <laughs> the point of that? You're bo- boosting Metallica sales. I don't get it. I never understood book burnings or like CD burnings. I don't get it. That's not a boycott. Yeah. So that's that's our history corner, guys. I think it's oh, time for the for the advocacy challenge. 
Advocacy Challenge, Advocacy Challenge, Advocacy Challenge, Advocacy Challenge. Okay, guys, I think you can guess what our challenge for this week is. Paper mache. Yes, close. Um, This week, I wanted you guys to tell me about uh, the challenge that you did, which was boycott something that would support Joe Biden. So, um, Adam, how did your boycott challenge go for Joe Biden? I wanted to do maybe something a little bit more positive. It's been fun to watch, and I'm a little jealous that all the Trumpers get to go boycott. You know, maybe they're buying more beans than they're used to. Maybe they're burning Nikes, that kind of thing. So I want to do something more of the buying beans, like what you would call a boycott, which is like the exact opposite, right? But the difference is Trump is always hawking some kind of product, like whether it's his families or he's trying to destroy one company and prop up another. We don't have that luxury with Joe. Joe's kind of chill. I think like the most he's advocated for is his like favorite drink is like orange Gatorade. So I did buy an orange Gatorade and it was okay. It's not my favorite flavor. Um, But So I had to kind of take a different approach. And what I did is I went on Etsy.com. Are y'all familiar with Etsy at all? I've had a wedding. I know what Etsy is. Yeah, it's kind of like a appified version of a flea market. Yes, with rampant copyright (laughs) infringement. It's just all bootleg stuff, right? Yes. So I tried to... (laughs) Do you want your Jor Borden merchandise? Come to Etsy. Uh, so I, um, I tried to find the most bizarre products I could that are in support of Joe Biden. So I'm buying things to support Joe Biden. I wanted to be able to still waste money while also supporting him. So I just sent you guys an email. The one that you said don't open yet? Yes. We're kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit, but now you are free to open it. First product I found were Joe Biden's scented candles. Now imagine that there's a beautiful bed of music playing. And that it. Come on, man. And that it. I would imagine Joe Biden would smell like talcum powder and sarsaparilla. It is it is branded as a gift for a liberal mom or a gift for Democrats or someone from Delaware. It does look like a pomade can. It actually does. Yeah. So is that a, is that another layer of the merchandise? I honestly, these guys have got the memification completely down. So I would not be surprised to be honest. Ah, uh, I hope it comes with. Does it come with a little like Amtrak diorama storage case? Some of these candles do. Some of these actually have like. They have made a little diorama out of wax on here. I don't know why they didn't do sunglasses on this one. Seems kind of like a miss. Yeah, missed opportunity. But <clears throat> I, I did, what, what is the actual smell on this one? Because it's coming in the mail right now. <laughs> I like that it has three facts on it. One of it, he loves Corvettes. That's a kind of car. It is, <laughs> they talked about robbing it, which is going to look great tattooed on your lower back. I found my first tattoo, guys. Oh, let me tell you, Etsy's got plenty of temporary tattoos. I found it. uh, I've ran into some real dark holes here, honestly. Uh, The one thing I can't stand is I don't understand buying baby clothes with political messages on it. I just feel like we should keep kids out of this. (laughs) 
the the sad the shortest sad story is Joe Biden victory onesie never worn. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I know. I've actually thought about buying a Joe Biden onesie for my baby. So so you would dress your kid up in something like political that, you know, maybe, you know, you take them out in public and they're like, hey, that's a Democrat yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, if you look at my registry, I I feel like half of it is just books about feminism, like raising baby <laughs> and feminist, my little feminist. Um, they're all about I wasn't sure if I was, when I put this together, I didn't know if I was having a girl or a boy, but they definitely have a lot of girl power themes in there. So, um, so I'm going to send you a onesie then I came and I, you tell me what you think about this one. I just put it in the chat. Because I want to see how far we can push the baby political messaging here. I mean, politicians kiss babies, you know, why can't my I mean, <laughs> they're they're already compromised. I are. I learned that uh, that basically for children, clothes are are not really like they basically destroy them. So it doesn't matter. Is there, yeah. Is there a uh, Epstein didn't kill himself, baby? Where? <laughs> That's going. There has got to be. Oh, I see. I've heard enough from old white men. <laughs> There's a unicorn on that onesie. But it has a white baby in it, too, which is really like the, the, the and, ultimate joke there. And it looks like a boy, too. I can't tell. Uh, I searched Epstein baby and uh, uh, <laughs> Epstein baby wear had no results. Oh, well, there there's a niche. Oh, well, there's a massive cover-up is what's happening on, on Etsy. <laughs> uh, the other one I have is the Suburbs for Joe decal. And this one's just so bizarre. Okay, yes, I saw this. It disturbed me because the uh, the housewife does not have eyes. So for the listeners, it, it is like one of those uh, really close-cut decals that you It'll know, be you in the show notes, car. guys. Put it in the show notes, Adam. <laughs> And it we says, have show notes now. Well, right. But you might be in your car folding laundry or uh, while, you know, while in the car <laughs> folding laundry. Yes. Yes. All these things. But it says suburban housewife for Biden and Harris. And it has a woman. I actually don't know what she's doing with the pot, but she looks like she's from the 1950s. She looks to be putting her hand in into. The oh, yeah, they didn't really think that one through. It's really they? off model. And one. Uh, it is unsettling. The woman does not have eyes. She looks like a xenomorph. She also like she looks like also a, her blush is where her eyes should be too. So like, it is 1957. No, it's 1963. The Cuban Missile Crisis has spiraled out of control. You've just seen the instant the after the nuke went off and her eyes were boiled off and there's just red ruin where her eyes were and it's about to be the end yeah it's it's definitely faceless it's kind of hideous it's also just very strange to just be like no i'm a suburban housewife to just be like really trying to claim a demographic on your car i mean i i don't know the minute you start putting bumper stickers on your car i feel like you either have zero or 50 of them at least where, yeah. where we live greg and i got i like my car i don't want to like ruin the paint job with stickers Adam, I uh, went ahead and I'm looking at your at your next one and I'm a big fan of it. Well, right. So the next one is the riding with Biden. 
flag. And I, I, this one, I wanted to look up. I wanted to look up flags because this is like a big MAGA thing, right? To where you have Trump flags, which is I, I, I'm not into flags for particular candidates, but this one's pretty cool, stylized. Yeah, this is um, the uh, Biden battle flag. I would imagine. I hope the. <laughs> I hope if Biden wins, they replace the uh, U.S. Army battle flag with this. There's I want to see this coming um, off of an M1A1 Abrams tank. I would really like to have this in my car because um, there's a house not too far away from me that has a huge, huge like banner that has Trump's head on like a G.I. Joe's body with a machine gun saying like Trump 2020, like uh, tired of this BS, which confuses me because like he's been in power for the last four years. And I'm like, what BS are we talking about here? Uh, I mean, it's a cult question mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and outside the flag, there's like 20 American flags flying and then another Trump 2020 flag. It's a lot. Well, so that's the thing is like we're we're just ruining flags in general. <laughs> I feel yeah. like flags used to be great and now they're just kind of but this one's neat. It, it kind of looks like the change flag. I, it's, yeah. you know, it, all of Etsy is, is they're taking cool images you saw on Reddit and or Twitter and then they're just reprinting them for money. Yeah. Um, so, Lily, you would you would consider this flag, right? I would consider this flag. So if you click on the user if you click on the user, what you'll find is that you'll find that exact flag that you're probably talking about, because like these Etsy people do not give an F like they will. They you, you can click on this. You're going to have all aboard the Trump train. Um, you're going to have oh all goodness. lives matter flags like they and then a, right next to a Biden Harris 2020 next to an I love dogs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Make America gay again. <laughs> They have that, and then they have a, a elected clown expect a circus with Trump. My goodness! I want a my Chihuahua's riding with Biden flag. Like, there's a whole sub branch of I'm riding with Biden, uh, you know, merch where you could just put like various breeds of dogs next to Biden in the seat yep. next to him. Yeah, yeah, you could have pit bulling it up with. My boy, <laughs> it's the owner, not the breed, with Biden. Yeah, yeah. This this, this uh, picture of Trump with the with the with the machine gun is exactly what I've seen in my neighborhood. Or if you wanted a Don Jr. and Ivanka twenty year twenty four, which is hilarious that Don Jr. would be at the top of the ticket there too. <laughs> yeah, I also also there's an LGBT. A flag, but the L stands for liberty, G, guns, B, beer, and T for Trump. The the only thing that's missing here, they do have a Yang Gang flag, but I wish they just had a flag that just said math, which I don't know if you saw Yang's uh, oh, like yeah, hats, saw. like his, his bag of hats. Yeah, he always had a pin, too, that said math, which I didn't really understand. I would fly that flag all night. <laughs> oh, there's a Clinton 2020. I think that ship has sailed. So... Obviously, Etsy, that's what I realized. It's like, okay, these people aren't really supporting Biden, right? Like, they're just like selling rebranded stuff. So they just want to make money. They're mercenaries. Right. They're the ultimate Americans. 
And then what was the last thing that you found? Well, so that's the thing is that I went to the official Joe Biden store expecting to, you know, find, you know, like some boring Joe Biden stuff. Turns out he is partnered with a whole bunch of international like fashion icons. And if you just go to store.joebiden.com, you're going to find really nice designer looking T-shirts, a mask. Uh, I mean, a, a bandana scarf is the coolest design I've seen on the internet. Oh, there's a picture of him and Barack uh, running together. <laughs> Adam is not being compensated for his views. No, I, that's the thing is that I did not expect this out of it to where I'd go to the official Joe Biden store and I'd be like, these designs are, I mean, this scarf is like a giant mandala. And, but just in the very corner, like very understated, it says like, you know, Joe. <laughs> the kids, they're not going to be shopping at Hot Topic. It's Hot Biden from here on out. I want a goth Biden t-shirt. Yeah, I feel like we haven't gotten all the different flavors of Joe here. Because like you have the, the fit Trump, you have the like smart Trump, smug Trump. Like mm-hmm. where's the... I want, okay, uh, in, your mind, in your mind's eye, imagine a Dracula with its like arms outstretched with the cape over the arms about to strike and replace the Dracula with Biden and then just put Biden for president beneath that. That would be my God. <laughs> Joe Biden merch. It's just a straight vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like a, I like a punk Biden that maybe had a little bit of eyeliner. We're not talking like real punk. We're talking like 2005. Uh, uh, so the post punk. Yeah. yeah, post punk. Sure. Or pop punk, whatever you would call. It. I mean, is it post punk post meaning it's been integrated entirely into mm. music now. There's no like, you know, it's not a big deal anymore. Anyone can do punk. I do like uh Looking through the Biden store, uh, this reminds me, Doc Bronner. You know what Doc Bronner's soap is? The magic soap or the all one soap? Oh, yeah. I bought that when I because on a recommendation when I went to Australia that like supposedly I'd be able to like wash my clothes without putting it through the wash. Yeah, it'll wash. (laughs) You know, it's all natural hemp based. It'll make you one with God. You can drink it. I don't know. (laughs) Well, okay. There was, uh, if you look at, if you can find it, Joe Biden had put, they put hand sanitizer on the store and put like an entire pandemic plan on the hand sanitizer. (laughs) And Doc Bronner is like trying to sue them for having, you know, insane schizophrenic writing is like, that's no, that's our trade copy. Dude, you only Doc Bronner's magic soap gets to look like it was written by a schizophrenic. But if you don't know what Doc Bronner's magic soap is, you can go find it. Or just imagine a soap bottle made by a hippie that also, if you read all of it, you will feel compelled to shoot the president. <laughs> like it'll activate whatever programming is in your brain. There's a lot of details on there. So, Lily, did you find anything here that uh, any of this designer wear that you would be into? Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Like this Gabriella Hurst, uh, the Gabriella Hurst purple tie dye shirt. I would love to own a handbag by Gabriella Hurst, but it's like $4,000. I could have my own, my own t-shirt. Um, 
I'm also digging this Catherine and Lizzie Fortunato necklace. It just says Joe on it with some with like a donkey and a heart. I think that's pretty cute. I also really liked a handbag by Lizzie Fortunato, and it was like four hundred dollars. And I was like, I'm not paying that. These are all under a hundred, I think. So yeah. and the money goes straight to Joe here. You know what yeah. you can get for free, actually? What? Uh the Animal Crossing uh Biden paraphernalia. Yeah, the oh, yeah. yard signs. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of Zoom backgrounds, too, which I thought was actually like their digital strategy is not bad. I don't know who's going to put up a virtual background for Joe at work. Not at work. (laughs) Definitely not at work. Vote for Joe Biden or we'll kill this dog. This is a pretty this is some pretty great. uh, I like I like your challenge. Greg, what did you what did you do for the advocacy challenge? Oh, uh, let me. Well, I uh, decided to boycott uh, Chick-fil-A. Classic. Oh. Actually, because it... Because uh, of the gay marriage stuff, right? No, it came to my attention that, uh, that the cows were wrong. To not eat more chicken? Should we oh, eat... Oh, you know, the, the cows that playfully implore you to eat more chicken... Yeah, they're always painting billboards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't, you know, right anymore. I couldn't put my finger on it. Just you have to, you know, like something's off on them. Yeah. Well, the cows—they're important to Chick Fil A as a Christian company. They're just very important because uh, you know the chicken is, of course, Jesus, Mm. right? But who are the cows? Wait, you're eating the. Oh, because you're eating the flesh of Christ. Yes, yes. The okay. chicken sustains you. It revives you. Right. You become one with the chicken. It's the Eucharist. Yes. Deep so, fried. But in the, bibli- in the biblical story, who are the cows? They are not the thieves. They're the chicken on the cross between two cows. That is not you know, what is so happening. You're saying that the cows are Romans? No, they're not the Romans. Because they do not have power over Jesus. You're saying they're the Jews. No, I'm not saying they're the Jews. Maybe I. Maybe they are. You know, they're not Jews. They're not Judas because they're not disciples of the chicken. Yeah. But there's just like there is this one specific character, not that's not biblical, but it's a part of the Christian mythology. Okay, they are the wandering Jew, who taunt the chicken, on its way to Golgotha. Huh. You see, was this in the apocryphals or what? Did, this is a the, legend. This is a Christian legend. Gotcha. Oh, I love Christian mythology. It's it's not biblical. It's a mythology, but because of you know uh, Chick Fil A being a Christian company, they know the mythology. So the it is the the cows are taunting the chicken Jesus, you know, by saying like, "Hey, you're being eaten." So they're cursed to repeat their damnation. You know, you know, it's a passion. What you're seeing on the billboard is not a new event. It's an old event being recreated. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're, okay, they're cursed on this earth to continue to paint billboards forever to promote the eating of... To remind them of their sin. Oh, I see. Okay. So, you know, All right. I'm, that tracks. I'm with you 100% one, on yeah. this. <laughs> one could imagine... Yes. 
Well, no, I'm just saying why the cows are important first. Okay. Right, right. I'm with you. One could imagine the founder of Chick-fil-A, S. Truett Cathy, asking the cow and asking the chicken if it would be a chicken sandwich or a cow sandwich, right? One could see this happening and the cow said, eat more chicken, right? But the purpose of the question was not to determine who would be eaten, but determine who would betray the other, Okay. Okay, we got some mind games going. Yes. So I'm just saying the cows are important. All right. So Okay, but, so you but you stopped eating Chick-fil-A. I stopped eating Chick-fil-A for the week. Okay. Because the cows are <laughs> off. All right. Because they went in a different direction. Like uh the you know, I'd see you know, they were imperceptibly different. You know, they were like a different sort of white. The there was marginally improved spelling on the signs. It was, you know, they were saying myrrh instead of moo. And I did some research and I saw that the original advertising agency that had started, uh, you know, the Chick-fil-A, the, that created the cows, the Richards Group, you know, there was some big Madison Avenue uh, uh, ad firm uh, based where you'd expect it, you know, right, right here out of Dallas. Okay. Right. Right. So I went in a different direction. So you stopped eating Chick-fil-A. How did that impact you this week? And how do you think that impact Joe Biden? Oh, well, really, I only get Chick-fil-A like once a week, you know, like once a month any, anyway. So I just picked one of the times I wouldn't be eating Chick-fil-A anyway. <laughs> so you oh, so slightly this, booking boycott. Yeah, this, this, this is doing intermittent fasting, but you already don't eat yeah, until to noon. Do, to do intermittent Chick-fil-A. I see. So there was less Chick-fil-A. Yes. Okay. So do you think okay. they felt the impact of that and they might actually change their, their the cows back? That's what you're advocating for, right? Bring I didn't really tell anyone. And I spent a lot of time thinking about the nature of the cows. So really, uh, I feel like the passion of Chick-fil-A has been more fully explored. To me personally, I'm experiencing Chick-fil-A uh, on a more personal level. Uh, You've accepted I, chicken into your heart, basically. Yes, but I have not uh, – I cannot – Chick-fil-A is impersonal in a way. You can have a relationship with it, but you cannot change it yourself. Hmm. So what do you hope to accomplish by boycotting God? There's my point. Wow. That's the question. Yeah, I know. I'm going to think wow, about that, that for a while. Yeah, that's, that was – I didn't expect the boycotting of Chick-fil-A to be boycotting of God. Wow. I mean, um, but I don't even know the Biden tie-in and I don't even care at this point. We ponder deep questions here. Yeah, I, that is beyond <laughs> my brain right now. I think you've already I think you've already uh, already transitioned into our last segment of the day, the verdict. So, Greg, uh, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. I'm afraid to talk now because I'm going to get interrupted. So, Greg. (laughs) Greg, do you think that you made a difference with your boycott this week? Uh. No, because boycotting Chick-fil-A is like tying a stitch with one hand and untying it with the other. Mm. Okay. Adam, with your boycott, do you feel like you made a difference? 
Well, now I'm more concerned about my personal relationship with chicken. So it's, uh, God, it's, it's hard to know. I mean, I'm probably going to buy one of these freaking shirts off of Joe Biden's store. They're awesome. Like, even if you don't want to rep, like you could just cut the sleeves off and you're going to have a really cool looking t-shirt and people are going to be like, what's that? And you're like, uh, you know, uh, are Joe you gonna, Biden. Are you going to be a Biden hipster where you're going to ironically wear these? They have a bucket hat, like for fishing and everything. Like, I don't know, you man. Get that bucket hat. I think I'm going to buy something from there. I, I really like They have it. the baby stuff if you want to, you know, know, use your child as a, a billboard. He won't even be a billboard in the in the correct time. He's not even coming before election day. So that's true. He's not, he's not. I can't even put my baby out on the yard with a t shirt on. You yeah, should get I a can't. Bob Dole shirt then. Like you should go <laughs> oh, like Bob super Dole retro. Onesie. Bob Dole doesn't like this baby one bit. <laughs> I think I think that's the I think that's the end of our show then on that on that note. Do we have a song for that? I can never remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. No, I don't have it. Oh, hold on. Adam, edit this part out. <laughs> yeah, this Adam one. This one's going to take some editing. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> there was. There's this uh, internet joke where basically there was some you know big AAA game, and somewhere in one of them at like uh, models, there was just a note that said, "Kevin, update this before release." <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right that i think that's the end of our show so we'd like to thank you for joining us on our advocacy exploration today remember to register to vote by going to vote411.org don't forget to smash that like button on itunes or however you like to do things on your favorite podcasting app and remember when the world gets you down and everything is terrible Keep trying. It's fine. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, everything's great. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to get a new scarf out of this. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> Robin at. Joe. Joe. Robin at. Joe. Joe. <laughs> All right. Joe. Buy all the merch. That, buy all the merch. You gotta buy before you die. <laughs> you gotta buy before you die. You gotta buy it before you die.